Hey there, thank you so much for stumbling upon this podcast, Addicted to Personal Transformation. I am so grateful that you are here with me and you are present and you are listening. And I hope this touches you in the most amazing and encouraging way. Today I'm going to talk about my why. And we hear this a lot if you do personal development is, you know, figure out what your why is. Your why is something that is painful to you. Um, Your why is something that you've been through in your past. Your why is, you know, why you get up every day and do what you do. And I always thought about that as a very surface level thing. You know, I thought about it as, you know, my why is because you know, I've, I'm a survivor. I've had to fight through an addiction. I've had to fight through abuse. I've had to fight through prison. I've had to fight through all of these things. And, you know, my why was always very, very service level. And when I was attending a training, um, <clears throat> excuse me, when I was attending a training a couple of weeks ago, we really kind of dug into, you know, what our why was. And I talked about this in a earlier podcast. And the training was with um, Dean Graziosi, who is an excellent trainer when it comes to the seven levels deep. And again, if you haven't done it, I truly, truly encourage you to do it and play full out with it. And I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. But I want to talk about some things that I realized when I was doing this. And I actually did it twice because... I found myself on the first time that I did it, the paper that I wrote it on is there's things covered on it of different feelings that began to come up when we were talking about this. And not only is your why, you know, the reason, the thing that drives you every day to get up and and go, but we never really dig deep enough to figure out why we have that why right? And so a lot of us, you know, our why is because you don't want to live week to week or because you want to be financially free or you want to go on more vacations or you want to take your kids on vacations or you want to buy a house or you want to buy a new car. And we base our whys around that. But those types of whys, they may be what you want in your life, But there's much, much more to that why if you just dig a little bit deeper. And I noticed that, um, you know, the first thing that I put when I did it the first time was that I didn't want to live week to week or month to month. And I didn't want my kids to live week to week or month to month. And I am a mom that's very emotionally attached to my children And I have to oftentimes reflect on that because, um, and make sure that I'm really, really present in the moment because I am the mom because, um, of my past. And, um, you know, sometimes I feel like I need to make up for, for what I did in the past, even though I've owned it and I've took responsibility for it, but I find myself at times wanting to save them from the world and, when I did this exercise, 
it brought back a variety of emotions for me. Um, and it really grounded me as to why I am like that. And I realized that it's not because of my past as far as, you know, being an addict or being in prison and not being with my children for a period of time. It went a lot deeper than that. And I never noticed it. I never really honed in on why am I so emotionally attached to my children? And my kids are grown and I have grandkids and, but I have this emotional attachment to them to want to see them succeed as any parent does. And, um, you know, I'm the mom that would love to save them from the world and from any type of pain or any hardship or anything like that. And even though I know that I can't save them from the world, I can develop something in their lives that lets them know that they have choices, right, in this world. Um, let them know that they can have control of their life. And that was a big part of my why. So I noticed when I was doing this <clears throat> exercise that I began to realize that, um, and it got really emotionally for me, really emotional for me the second time I did it, but I began to realize that as a child, we never took any family trips. We never spent time together other than my grandparents would take me to the lake house. But as far as like my dad or my mom or my sisters and brothers, we didn't go on vacations. We did not create these valuable memories that we can all look back on and say, yeah, we were sitting around a campfire and remember when we were talking about this or remember when you tripped over the tree branch or whatever. We didn't have those moments. Those moments were, were not there. I noticed that there was not a lot of home ownership in my family. My grandparents did own a home. My aunt has bought a home. Um, but you know, there's other people in my family that never had home ownership. Uh, I'm also know that everybody in my family always did the 40, 40, 40, especially my grandparents. They worked 40 hours a week for 40 years to retire on 40% of the money that they make or that they made. My grandfather, he actually retired twice. He retired from Otis Engineering, and then he turned around and went to work for Montgomery Kone, and he retired from there again. So he had to work two jobs, you know, at different times, but for about, you know, 15 or 20 years apiece to be able to survive. So there was no business ownership. There was no you know, um, there was no entrepreneurs. There was nothing but you go to work, you work nine to five, you come home, you have your Saturdays and Sundays off. And that's how you would live your life. So that's what I saw my entire life. And I noticed the financial burdens, even though my grandparents made it out to be, you know, that they were okay. And maybe they were at some point, but as they got older, you know, things began to to go downhill because they were living off social security. They were living off retirement. And by the time they got, you know, to that age, the world was changing and you could barely live off of, um, social security or retirement and, and make it and be comfortable, um, in life. 
and I, um, you know, started thinking about my grandparents who, who passed away so young. Um, you know, my grandmother had just turned 80, uh, when she passed, but they, they passed away so young and they had absolutely nothing left, nothing left. In fact, my, my grandmother was in a nursing home and her social security check that she got every month was not even enough to cover the nursing home. So her brothers and sisters would put in the rest of the money every month just to keep her in a nursing home because her social security was not enough to cover a nursing home where she shared a room with another person. So, um, and then I started, you know, seeing people in my family that struggled their whole life, never had a savings account, um, never, uh, could make, you know, enough money to pay the bills. They were always, you know, um, you know, trying to find more money to be able to, to stay current on their bills. I noticed I had family members that are never happy. They're so miserable in their own life that they're so negative and so critical. No matter what you do, you know, there's always something negative that has to be said about it. And it's because they're not happy and they've lived like this for so many years. So, you know, I, you know, kept saying things like, um, I don't want to live paycheck to paycheck or my children. And I saw, because I saw that my entire life, right? I would say, I said things like, I don't want my children to feel like I have my entire life. Like they have no choices. Um, I said things like, I always felt like I was lost and I could, um, never be anything or have anything because I was always, I always saw that you were supposed to work a nine to five job your entire life. That's what I saw. And you were supposed to have the 401k. You were supposed to have the retirement. You were supposed to set yourself up like that. And so that's what I, you know, that's what I saw or, you know, you know, go to work for a nine to five job, barely, barely making enough money to survive, having to call the electric company every month saying, Hey, I'm going to be two weeks late. Or, you know, I just saw these patterns of, of, you know, unhappiness and the financial instability and so many things that I saw. And I just kept going, you know, deeper, um, you know, saying that I wasted my whole life, uh, living like, people in my family and never having anything or doing anything with my life. And I just kept going a little bit deeper, but I didn't feel that. I didn't feel it go into my heart. You know, I felt like everything that I was saying was coming from my head and not my heart. And so a couple of days later, after I did the first one, I decided I was going to do the second one. And I was going to see, you know, I was going to dig a little deeper and I was going to try to figure out what it was. And I started off on level one, now there are seven levels, and I started off on level one and I said, you know, I want to have control of my life, which we all want to have control of our life. We all want to have control. We all want to have choices in our life. And then I said, you know, I don't want to be a contributor to that generational curse because I don't want my children to be a part of that generational curse. I don't want my grandkids to be a part of that generational curse because it's just going to continue to go on and on and on and on. And it's not going to stop unless I 
break that curse for generations to come. And that's what a lot of us have to look at in our lives is, are we contributing to that generational curse or are we breaking that mold? Are we setting a new standard? Are we showing you know, our children or our grandchildren that they do have options, that they do have choices in this world? They don't have to live like generations in the past. They can take control. And, you know, as I'm digging a little deeper, I started to get really, really emotional because, you know, again, I said my grandparents, they died young with nothing. Nothing. My grandmother didn't even have her wedding ring anymore. She had absolutely nothing. And, and, and that was very touching for me because I watched my grandfather go to work every single day for my entire life. I watched him go to work and work so hard. And I watched my grandmother. She always worked at the church in the church office. And, you know, I, I watched them and they worked. I watched my dad work. I watched my mom work. And it's like nobody can get traction in their lives to, to become better or become financially free. And, you know, I then went on to say that, you know, Again, the struggle, the financial struggle, um, the being unhappy that I've saw. And, you know, I'm going to, um, you know, again, I, I, I stated, you know, the no family vacations, not creating memories. Um, you know, not many people were homeowners. They weren't business owners. They were just conforming to what society says that we have to be in our lives. And... Um, then once I hit level five, it got really, really deep for me. It got so deep for me. And I started really, you know, really figuring out, you know, deep down of why I, um, you know, why do I really get up and fight every day? And one of them is I'm afraid to die without leaving my children with a legacy. I am afraid to die without leaving my children with a legacy so they know that they have choices and that they too can have control of their life. You know, I also noticed that I don't want my husband working for the rest of his life. I don't want my dad working for the rest of his life. I want to be able to create these family memories. I want to be able to create this this family that has a bond and that supports each other and that feels so loved so that in the future... My name does not die with me. And that's one of my my biggest things and to dig it a, to make it a little bit deeper is because when my grandfather passed away, I was an addict. I was going to be on my way to prison in 5 more months. You know, after he passed away. So he never saw me sober. He never saw me successful. He never saw that from me. 
And that always, um, you know, that sticks with me. And I didn't really notice that until I started doing this exercise that, you know, that really stuck with me because he didn't see that. My grandmother passed away um, just a couple of years after I got out of prison. So, and she had Alzheimer's and, you know, she recognized me, thank goodness, but, you know, mentally and, you know, she didn't get to see that either. Um, and so, you know, my biggest why that I did, that I figured out when doing this exercise is I want my grandparents to be proud of me. I never want my kids to feel like I felt my entire life. I want to impact the world with my story. I want to impact the world to give other people options that I didn't have. I want more family time. I want to create those memories with my children and my grandchildren and my husband and my dad. I want to create those memories with my family. That even years and years and years after I'm gone, they're still talking about those memories. They're still talking about those fun times that we had. And, you know somebody tripping over the tree branch or, you know, catching a s'more on fire or whatever it is, right? Um, And, you know, when I dug just a little bit deeper, the biggest thing was I want my children to have choices and to be able to have control of their lives. And the only way that that is going to happen is if it starts with me. If I start to, to, to be that example. And, you know, we've, um, my husband and I, we've already began to show them, you know, entrepreneurship. Like, you can do it. You know, you can have your own business. You can be successful. It takes hard work. You know, we've begun to show them that already in their life because they never saw that either. You know, right now, they each get up every day, they go to work, make a limited amount of money, and barely can pay their bills. And I don't want my kids to follow in that generational curse. So I think that figuring out what our whys are and what makes us tick and what we do every day in our life while we get up and do the things that we do, I think is is so very important and you know we look at our kids every day we look at our husbands we look at our wives and and you know we say we strive for our family but in a sense we have to strive for ourselves before we can give the all to our family we have to really be in tune with our with ourselves and you know, how we operate on a daily basis and how we, um, you know, show up for our family and how we show up for our business and how we just show up to the world. And we have to want to show our families and the world around us that we want to be bigger 
and we want to be a part of something bigger than what we are right now. So begin to think about that. Really play full out in your mind. Look this this exercise up on YouTube. It's called Seven Levels Deep. It's determining, figuring out, determining your why. And really play full out with it. And it's going to get emotional. But when you start feeling that it goes from your head to your heart and you begin to get emotional, then you're getting there. If you don't have the tears come down your face, you're not going deep enough. And this particular exercise changed so much for me because we, we live surface level. But if we really dig down deep, we'll really figure out what it is and why we do what we do every day. And it'll just make it more real for us it will make it, um, you know, it, it gives you the sense of, of, of urgency to really want to, to dig into your life and really play full, full out because no matter how old our children are, no matter, you know, how, um, you know, old or young our grandchildren are, they watch us. So what are we teaching them? What are we leading them to? Are we leading them to, you know, feel the same way that we felt our entire lives? Or are we leading them to a sense of emotional and mental and physical freedom uh, in their lives? So please, please, please do this exercise. I encourage you to do this exercise. It's so amazing. Find out what your why is. Live it. Become all that you want to be. And just keep being your amazing self because you're amazing, you're deserving, you're worthy, and you're oh so capable.